Hey, honeys! Welcome back to the podcast here. I'm your host, Heather Donovan. This week, I'm going to start covering the topic that I've been meaning to do for two weeks now. This topic that I'm going to be covering this week is actually a top request for my students. So I did a TikTok a while back on my own personal TikTok page, or whatever you want to call it, talking about my zodiac sign, the Aquarius. And they've loved it so much that it became such a hot request. They were also requesting that I cover their own zodiac signs as well. So here I am, and let me tell you, I've had such a blast doing the research to the east as well. So just as a heads up, I will be splitting this topic into two parts since there are 12 zodiac signs total, and that would just take probably two hours podcast. So I'm splitting it up into two because I know your attention spans only last for so long as well as mine. So that's so great. So I will be covering six zodiac signs in this episode and the other six in next week's episode. So let's get started. What are zodiac signs exactly? In astrology, a sign of the zodiac refers to one of 12 specific constellations of the zodiac that the sun passes through. A person's particular sign of the zodiac is the one that the sun was in when they were born. It is the belief in astrology that a person's personality can be predicted using the sign of the zodiac. Let me tell you, my personality prediction according to my zodiac sign was right on target. More on that later though. Another thing that zodiacs have attached to them are elements too. There are a total of four elements. Each of the four elements are associated with three sides of the zodiac, which are always located exactly 120 degrees away from each other along the elliptic and is said to be in an aspect of 120 degrees with rulership for the 12 astrological signs of the zodiacs are summarized as the following. And I did not make this up. I promise you I didn't. I was confused as well. And you'll hear and understand why when I say them. So there is fire, which is hot and dry and enthusiastic or passionate. The fire signs are Aries, Leo, and Sagittarius. Earth is the second element, heavy, cold, and dry. Those zodiac signs are Taurus, Virgo, and Capricorn. Air is light, hot, and wet, and that is Gemini, Libra, and Aquarius. Not really sure how that works considering my birthday's in the winter, but okay, sure, let's go along with that, sure. And then the last one is water, which is cold, wet, and soft, which is Cancer, Scorpio, and Pisces. Western astrology core principles are deeply rooted in the Babylonian philosophy. The 12 zodiac signs are the fountain of Western astrology and are heavily influenced by nature's forces. Seven of these zodiacs are symbolized by animals, which implies that they are highly regarded in the astrological world. Additionally, Esper often compares some zodiac signs with animals other than the symbols that they are a sign of. These are known as spirit animals, and based on this theory, there is an ideal spirit animal for each sign. These are the zodiac signs in the correct order. We have the Aries, Taurus, Gemini, Cancer, Leo, Vertigo, Libra, Scorpio, Sagittarius, Capricorn, Aquarius, and Pisces. However, since January starts our calendar year and Aquarius is my zodiac sign, I will be starting with Aquarius first. Sorry about that. My cat just decided to jump over because, you know, he's a jerk and thinks he's a lion. So, you know, that's cool. Yeah, love that. Anyway, and also it is my show so I can do these in whatever order I want and do whatever I want. with So, yeah. So, anyways, we are starting with Aquarius first. Aquarius takes place on January 20th through February 18th and is the 11th and 2nd to last sign of the zodiac signs. And there is a difference between these two months that the zodiac signs take place in. 
And what I mean by that is, for example, there is a difference between a January Aquarius and a February Aquarius, like your personality traits and all that stuff. However, we will not be getting into that part today of the zodiac signs. For parts one and two here, I'm only going to be covering the basics, like the general of the zodiac signs. We can always take a deeper dive into these zodiac signs later. And I really apologize about my cat, but you know what? I'm not even going to edit any of this out because you know what? It's life and it shows what an S show this podcast could be anyway, so it's great. It's fine. Anyway, just like my life. Aquarius is the final air sign, which means it deals with air-related concepts from a macro perspective. Air energy is all about the mind, intellectual, curious, and deeply social. The air signs Gemini, Libra, and Aquarius are passionate about their interpersonal dynamics. As a last air sign, however, Aquarius takes these concepts to a whole other level. Aquarius is represented by the water barrier, which is where the aqua in Aquarius comes in. And again, it's not a water element, it is an air element. Water bearer is the mystical healer who presents water and life upon the land. Larger than life, mythical being known as the water bearer, with one foot firmly planted in the soil, representing a sense of being grounded, and the other one planted and positioned in water. With all of this being said, Aquarius exposes a deep connection to the community, rooted in teamwork, collaboration, and the concept of the greater good. Aquarius is determined to make a powerful difference in the world. This would explain why I have always wanted to make a powerful difference in the world. The problem is that I have never figured out just how to do this yet, and I still have it, but I will not give up, and I have never given up, even though it's been like, I've had my bad days, so... Anyways, Aquarius is ruled by Uranus, the planet that governs innovation, technology, and surprising events. Well, I'm definitely surprising, all right, right? Uranus perfectly mirrors Aquarius's distinctive attitude, complementing the non-traditional natures of the visionary air signs. Aquariuses are big thinkers, but mustn't forget their intimate surroundings. These water bearers can become so focused on implementing widespread reform that they can neglect their families and friends getting a reputation for being distant in relationships. <laughs> and I am so guilty of this. I'm not even going to begin to lie. I do this without even meaning to. I accidentally go to my loved ones without even attending to do so. My ADHD also doesn't help this one bit. So if I ever done this to you or ever do, which I promise I probably will, even though I'm trying to be better about it, but I mean, does it work? It's great. It's fine. Whatever. I strongly apologize for it, and I apologize that I will keep doing it because, you know, I probably will always do this, and I just accept that, so you should too. Just know that I always have the best intentions. Sometimes they just aren't fully executed all the way, and that's okay, because I'm just human, just like everybody else. Out of all zodiac signs, Aquarius is the most innovative, progressive, and rebellious and humanitarian of them all. While Aquarius can often be found planning revolution or proudly flaunting their funky fashion sensibility, they also have often overlooked sensitive side that requires appreciation, love, and support. I have that sensitive side that requires all of what was just said. I just don't show it because, well, I just don't like to. Well, it's just a pride thing. And it's just one of those effects that the harsh 13 years of bullying have on me. So, but that is a completely different story for another day. As for my fashion sensibility, I have always been told that I have some very unique fashion taste. I dress for comfort and coverage. The coverage is mostly because I have poor self-body image. That's an effect from a past eating disorder and body dysmorphic disorder. I also wear a lot of bright and neon colors such as pinks. A lot of pinks. 
Also, another thing that is unique about my fashion taste is that I could care less about what everybody else thinks about how I dress and how I look. It's just how it is and I don't care what you think. As a humanitarian of the zodiac signs, Aquarius has a bit of a reputation for being cold and aloof and somewhat detached. Yep, that's me. The Aquarius hates small talk and is totally disinterested in petty gossip and I could care less about people pleasing. Well, yeah, this is why I don't get along with most people and that's fine. I'd rather be hanging around with one positive person than a thousand negative Nellies. Aquarians are connect from the ground up, which means these revolutionaries are all about mass change. The Aquarius aspires to move the needle through radical social progress. If it is a community focus, then they are mostly uninterested. Every Aquarius is a rebel at heart. This air sign does not mesh well with authority figures, let alone any institutions that represent traditions and long-standing conventions. Well, that explains some things about, well, myself. But anyways, Aquarians are free-spirited and eccentric. You can often spot this air sign through their offbeat fashion sensibilities, unusual hobbies, and uncomfortable attitudes. Wow, I just feel attacked right now. As a fixed sign, Aquarius definitely has a stubborn streak when it comes to the sign. This sign just makes up their mind there is no going back when they do. I can't even begin to lie, this is so true. I was known to be stubborn at a very young age and <laughs> things just haven't changed. It, it's great. The Aquarius' hard-headedness can get them into trouble from time to time. Yeah, ain't that the truth. Once an Aquarius has committed to a new system or approach, it is hard for them to look at a situation from a different perspective. The Aquarian stubbornness stems from righteous convention and is put to an end as soon as an Aquarius gets the change to enact change. Because these water bearers are so deeply motivated by a spirit of equality, they enjoy teamwork and participating in communities of like-minded individuals. The Aquarius also has this thing where the only time something is right is if they do them themselves. I have that person that sees if you are doing something wrong, I will step in and just do it myself because that's the only way that seems to be get done right in my eyes. Aquarius need plenty of time and space on their own to reflect, form ideas, and plan their role in their revolution. It's me. I'm this Aquarius. I enjoy people and spending time with people, don't get me wrong, but I need the time sometimes to recharge myself, especially from negative people. Freedom is of utmost importance for Aquarians who view challenges to their independence as power-hungry attempts to control them. As a person, I recognize that freedom to be able to do my own thing when and whenever I want is very important because, well, you know, course when in reasonality. I mean, you know. To win an Aquarius trust, don't try to rein in their quirks or keep them from flying their free flags high. Aquarius thrives on shock value. <laughs> yep, that's true. The Aquarius can make a romantic relationship work with almost any zodiac signs, but must remember that compromise is extremely important. Well, I mean, isn't it anyway, but that's besides the point. Aquarius' compatibility, no sign is totally off limit. However, the best compatibility match for Aquarius are other Aquariuses, Aries, Gemini, and Sagittarius. Fun fact for you. I have been told by many psychics and mediums that I'm going to end up with a main Gemini who is a little taller than me. I believe these psychics and mediums because they have told me things about myself that they would absolutely have no way in knowing these things. Aquarius loves the fearless anatomy of the fire signs. Aries, Leo's, and Sagittarius. And the intellectual connection of the following air signs, Gemini and Libra. Fundamentally, Aries is attracted to fellow revolutionaries, people whom are free-spirited, passionate, and dedicated to making the world a better place. 
No matter the zodiac sign, Aquariuses are drawn to lovers who aren't afraid to break the rules or don't mind the Aquarius' firm commitment to the cause. Because Aquarius are thinking that big picture partnership isn't about an interpersonal dynamic, it's actually a political statement. Aquarius do not get along with the following zodiac signs and are at least compatible with Pisces, Taurus, Cancer, Scorpio, and Capricorn. Taurus and Scorpio can be problematic for Aquarius. Like Aquarius, they're known for being stubborn and too many strongly opinionated people can feel like there are too many cooks in the kitchen. This concludes Aquarius and now on to Pisces. Pisces takes place on February 19th to March 20th. Pisces is the most innovative, sensitive, and empathetic sign of all the zodiac signs. It's because it's the last one. Pisces is a water sign that is ruled by Neptune. Neptune is a celestial body that governs creativity and dreams. Pisces adores exploring boundless imaginations. Neptune also oversees illusion and escapism. As the final sign, Pisces had absorbed every lesson, the joys and the pain, the hopes, the fears, learned by all the other signs. Pisces is symbolized by two fish swimming in opposite directions, representing the constant vision of Pisces' attention between fantasy and reality. This makes the fish the most psychic, empathetic, and compassionate creatures of the struggle wheel. With such great sensitivity, Pisces can easily become enveloped by emotions and must remember to stay grounded in the material realm as Pisces rule the feet. These impressionable fish prefers to wear rose-colored glasses for addressing problems, which could earn Pisces a reputation for being flaky or delusional. This water sign should remember that problems can't be solved by just swimming away. A liable to change sign, Pisces effortlessly adapts to their surroundings. These visionary fish have unparalleled access to the collective, unconscious through their clairvoyance and make incredible artists and creatives. Kind and gentle, they're invigorated by shared experiences of music and romance. Any relationship with a mystical Pisces is guaranteed to involve the deep spiritual exploration. The best compatibility match for Pisces are Taurus, Cancer, Leo, Vertigo, Libra, Scorpio, Capricorn, and other Pisces. Pisces do not get along with the following zodiac signs and are also least compatible with Aries, Gemini, Sagittarius, and Aquarius. This concludes Pisces. Next up, Aries. Aries takes place on March 21st through April 9th. Aries is the first zodiac sign of all zodiac signs. Aries' animal is a ram. This dynamic fire sign is no stranger to competition. Bold and ambitious, Aries dives head first into the most challenging situations and the emotional fire signs. Like the fellow fire signs, Leo and Sagittarius, Aries is a passionate, motivated, and a confident leader who builds community with their cheerful disposition and relentless determination. Aries are uncomplicated and direct in their approach. They often get very frustrated by exhaustive details and unnecessary subtle differences. They like things quick and dirty. A temperament also reflected in their sexual tendencies. Sorry, I just couldn't help laugh at that. The best compatibility met for Aries are other Aries, Gemini, Leo, Vertigo, Sagittarius, and Aquarius. Aries does not get along with the following zodiac signs and are also least compatible with Taurus, Cancer, Capricorn, and Pisces. That concludes Aries. Now on to Taurus. Taurus takes place on April 20th through May 20th. Taurus is an earth sign and his animal is the bull. Like their sensual, I know I'm butch butchering that word, it's fine, I'll do it like both this episode and next one, it's, it's great. 
But anyway, like their central spirit animal, Torrid joy relaxing and calming peaceful environment surrounded by soft signs, moving aromas, and succulent flavors. Taurus is ruled by Venus, the chanting planet that governs love, beauty, and money. Ain't that nice? Taurus, Venus, Asian, or... I know I'm butchering that word too, but you know what? It's fine. We're going to keep trucking. Taurus's Venus Asian influence makes this earth sign the most sensual of the zodiac signs. These cosmic oxen are enchanting by any physical manifestation of comfort and luxury. Pleasant is a necessity for Taurus and they feel most content when they are pampered. Oh, la-di-da. The best compatibility match for Tauruses are other Tauruses, Gemini, Cancer, Leo, Vertigo, Libra, Scorpio, Capricorn, and Pisces. Taurus does not get along with the following zodiac signs and are least compatible with Aries and Aquarius. That concludes Tauruses. Now on to my future person's zodiac sign, the Gemini. Gemini takes place on May 21st to June 21st. Fun fact, Gemini has the least amount of people born in this zodiac sign than any other zodiac sign, in particular the maid Gemini. I just thought it was a fun fact, I just learned this a couple weeks ago. Gemini is an air sign. Geminis are spontaneous, playful, and adorably erratic. Gemini is driven by unstainable curiosity. It's appropriately symbolized by celestial twins. This air sign was interested in so many pursuits that it had to double itself. Because Gemini is a natural duality, they are often falsely misrepresented as being two-faced. In reality, however, Gemini are rarely have an agenda. Playful and intellectually curious, Gemini is constantly judging a variety of passions, hobbies, careers, and friend groups. They are the social butterflies of the zodiac sign. These are quick-witted twins who could talk to anyone about anything. Gemini is accordingly excellent at guiding change and transformation. These curious twins are terrific pioneers, using their energy to spearhead innovative creative projects. As a fearless thinker, Gemini is always down to try something new. But after they have shared their progressive vision with the world, it is best to let these twins get back to idealing. These hyperactive air signs have short attention spans and are most satisfied when they can move freely from one idea to the next. <laughs> that sounds familiar. Hmm. That sounds familiar with me, but okay, sure. Both these Gemini, Gemini and Vertigo are governed by Mercury, the messenger planner of communication. Despite sharing a planet ruler, however, these two signs are opposite in their approaches. Gemini expresses emotions internally, whereas Vertigo processes emotions internally. Gemini is all about output, so these twins love to chat and often speaks with their hands, which happens to be the body part associated with the Gemini. <laughs> Fun fact for you, I also speak with my hands, if you really pay attention. Communication is paramount for them, and they require fluent streams of transmission. They love texting and tweeting about almost as much as they love talking in real life. In fact, the act of expression is even more important to talkative Gemini than what is actually being said. They must remember to always be thoughtful with their words. Another incredible Gemini quality is that the natural chameleons can quickly recover from even the most shameful foot-in-mouth moments. Gemini moves too fast to care about embarrassing missteps. They just simply move on, which is good for them. The best compatibility for Gemini is Aries, Leo, Libra, and Aquarius. Gemini do not get along with and are not compatible with Cancer, Scorpio, Capricorn, or Pisces. This concludes Gemini. The last zodiac sign that we will be covering this episode is Cancer. Cancer takes place on June 22nd through July 22nd. Cancer is a water sign and its animal is the crab. 
Cancer waves between the sea and shore representing its ability to exist in both emotional and material realms. Cancers are highly intuitive and their psychic ability manifests in tangible spaces. For example, cancers can often effortlessly pick up on energies in a room. These crabs are sensitive in the environment, as well as extremely self-protective. These water signs are willing to do whatever it takes to protect itself emotionally. So in order to get to know the sign, you're going to need to establish trust first. Much like their celestial spirit animal, cancers are shielded by hard external shells. At first, these crafts might be perceived as cold and with time though, cancers reveals their gentle nature, genuine, compassionate, and mystical compatibilities. So don't be surprised if it takes a while to get to know them. Cancers are ruled by the moon in the celestial body that represents comfort, self-care, and material energies. Accordingly, cancers tend to be domestically oriented. They love to create cozy, safe space that serves as their personal sanctuaries that spend lots of time in them. Cancers care deeply about their families and are quick to adapt to caregiver roles. But these crafts must be careful. When cancers invest in someone emotionally, they risk blurring the lines between attentive nurturing and controlling behaviors. Cancers attract friends and lovers through their loyalty, commitment, and emotional depth. Cancers make excellent hosts and enjoy entertaining with comfort, food, and free flow limitations. If you're not a fan of cancer's attachment to the home, that may be a problem. Though these conflict by walking at an angle, they can afflict a harsh pinch with their distinctive band of passive aggressiveness. It can be difficult for a cancer to talk openly about what's bothering them, but if you can do it without making them feel threatened, you'll build long-lasting trust. The best compatibility for cancers are Sagittarius and Pisces. Cancers do not get along with and are not compatible with Aries, Gemini, or Libra. I, I don't know why it says like on my um, Aquarius thing. I just, I'm just going to take a quick second and look back here. So you're going to hear some rustling of papers. It's fine. It's all fine. Where's the safe where I get along with people? So it says that like the Aquarius doesn't get along with Cancer, but I don't know. They sound quite pleasant to me and I know a couple Cancers and I get along with them. So, I mean, I guess it, I know it's general information, but I don't know. So, but they sound very pleasant. So anyway, like I have said before during this podcast, we will be stopping at the halfway point, which is right here. We have done six. So the next time we pick up, we will be picking up with Leo. So have no fear. We'll be back next week with part two. In the meantime, if you would be so kind, if you could spare some time to rate, review, and subscribe, and share the podcast with everyone, walk up to a stranger and tell them that they need this podcast in their life hijack a family member's phone or friend's phone and make them listen to the podcast then make them rate review and subscribe to the podcast all these things can help this podcast grow and become the best it could be maybe we could get some bigger fish in here to come in and be guest stars that's a hope you can also follow podcasts tiktok and instagram at life has a question mark dm the podcast if you'd like something to be covered on the pod a special guest request to come on the pod and you can always make any compliments or comments there as well you can also follow my personal tiktok and instagram at miss d's world 2022 and make sure to come back next week for part two and we will see you next week